now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 563rd episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful, magnificent, late-night co-host. We've got the one and only, R. Sigma. Hello, I'm here, and I'm awake. More awake than usual. I'm definitely awake right now. (laughs) I don't know what that means. I've been up since 5 a.m., and... uh, it's now definitely not 5 a.m. Uh, and we've got uh, the wonderful, uh, as always, man of mystery, Mark. Oh, hi. How are you the most tired of all of us? I don't, I, I refuse to believe this. Um, being, being sick for the entire week and mm. just being a parent. Okay. It's exhausting. You make good arguments. <laughs> You make good arguments. All right. So welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in the year of our Lord 2007. We talk everything here, Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. Yeah, I just I I mean, I will talk to you about TCG if you really want, but I don't think you do. We had an entire episode on that last week. I was going to say, after last week's episode, I don't think anyone wants that right now. I I honestly, (laughs) yeah, I don't know what the response was to that episode. Like a few people came up to me and were just like, that's great, Thatch. And I'm like, yeah, but the people who don't hate it that like or that don't like it aren't going to come up to me and be like, yeah, we like that. Or we didn't like that. Like they're not going to come up to me. And which I, I welcome them to do that and tell me I don't want that. I want more puckle, regular puckle. Where we talk about... That's what our surveys are for. It's fine. I mean, that's usually what I like. You like regular Puckle? Thanks, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just me, though. I'm not really much of a TCG kind of guy, so those episodes don't do anything for me. Understandable. You like having money in your pocket. Well, there's also that. Uh, (laughs) I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But yeah, that's... I mean, mostly, like, I, I would talk about what I did this week, but the answer is I have just played a lot of TCG to prep myself i don't even know why because like the first regional i'm planning on going to isn't until like december so it's not even in the format that's currently it's technically okay i'm gonna put like i'm gonna put like (laughs) it's technically not in the format that's not being played i'm technically not in the format that's not being played or that's being played for that regional because i do not see the new set being super (laughs) game-changing if that makes sense like Looking at the cards that we've seen come out of it, there are definitely some good ones. Like the Lugia is very interesting, but like there are a lot of cards in the next set that I not like. Nothing's been like nothing's blown my mind. Like Giratina when it was announced, or like the Zoroark or the Kiram V Max. Mm-hmm. Like these were all cards that were identified very early on as being like very good. You know what isn't an exciting mechanic? Not having a supporter in your discard to get your abilities. Like. <laughs> that's what they showed off recently and it's like no that doesn't yeah, right. seem good right that's that seems so bad yeah it's just it they they're they're doing their best guys okay like they're, they're, they're just holding out they're holding out for the new gen it's fine no that's really it's really like i really don't want like a giant set anyway at the end i just want to play my pokemon cards and have a good time playing said pokemon cards and calling it a day but that's that these are just thatch things 
where he just wants that. But yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. I don't want to I don't want to harp on that too much. What have you guys been up to? It's been it's been a hot minute for both of you. Yeah, yeah, it has. I do. I've been doing Dynamax Adventures for Shiny Legends. Ooh. I want to do that. I want to do this on stream for Shiny Legends. Not for nice. Shiny Legends, but I just want to like I. So the one thing I never did was like on Dynamax Adventures. I've never sat down and done like an endless one. I've never done it either. I'd love to do it with people on stream. Like, oh yeah, that'd be great. You know what? I'm gonna plan on that for this Thursday stream. Mm. Oh wait, actually, I can't do. I can't guarantee a stream on Thursday. Uh, I guarantee it on October sixth uh, <laughs> <laughs> that we will do it because I am taking October seventh off of work, so it'll be perfect. Oh, nice. Yes, Thatch has too many vacation days, and uh, Monday is technically a federal holiday, so mm-hmm. I will uh, be enjoying that. Is for the it? Com- Yes. It's, it's the one that we don't name because people will complain at us. Yeah, we'll complain at oh, the wrong okay. thing. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. There will always be somebody who tells me it's the wrong name, and no matter what I call it. So I call it unspecified federal holiday number, uh, this is number... It's the October federal holiday. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> that the, one. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the October it's federal one. holiday. It's Canadian Thanksgiving. and Is it? Yeah, fun fact. Oh, good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to do that, though. Like, I just want to do, like, an endless one, an endless Dynamax adventure on stream, and that's what we'll do that. Yeah. We'll do it. I've never done it either. I, it, it sounds fun, but you don't get to catch anything during it, I believe. So, I like, know. Yeah, weird. that's why nobody does it. But I think it would be fun just to do, like, as like at least, like, as a send-off. Yeah, just yeah, to try just it out, see what it was like. Yeah, mm. be like, you guys had a great idea, but nobody cared. And, <laughs> and just, <laughs> just call it what it is, you know? And I I think it'd be a lot of fun to just try it out and play it. I mean, I, I also want to catch the rest of the things in Dynamax. But I never got to it because there's no decks, which one makes it very hard to realize what you caught and what you haven't caught. Yeah. Wait, so you, you didn't finish it? No, uh, no. I already have the legends. You can import them in and you never. Well, yeah, true. I, I went ahead and finished it. I just, it was pretty easy to do, but I yes, yes, I agree with you. It's just, it was more of like a time thing. Like, I don't know that there is a reason for me to finish it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just like, oh, hey, I could sit down and just grind out legendaries I already have. No, that's fair. I I don't know. I did it at the time when, like, in Puckle, we were all doing it together. That, so that we all just fair. worked on it. Yeah, that is, that is fair. Yeah, we knocked it out pretty early. Yeah. Most of the things I ever kept in there were things I already had shinies of. And I remember being disappointed. Because I did, like, Solgaleo and Lunala just because it's like, oh, I already got the event for the Shinies last gen. I'm just going to catch them so they're not in the pool anymore. And, of course, they were shiny first try, both of them. (laughs) Wow. I was so angry. It's like, I don't like these shinies. I already got them. (laughs) God, what a a horrible problem to have. Yeah, right. I didn't want them. (laughs) Yeah. I would have preferred just getting the Zekrom earlier because it took me, like, a hundred and... 50 tries or something for that i really want your problem sake yeah (laughs) i don't know i got kind of impatient with shiny hunting lately i haven't even bothered it just i got so burnt out now that they have like transfer shinies it's like oh cool my shinies mean something so it's like yeah "Yeah, sure i'll put some effort into shiny hunting them then i have them for next gen yeah i mean it's nice to have i just if for those i don't know yeah it's like i i recently Reset for Heatran and BDSP, and that was a that was a regretful time. But whatever, uh, <laughs> that took way too long. How many ta- how many times? Uh, I don't know how many times. I just know that it almost took a month. Oh, oh my gosh! Okay. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was awful. bad. It was bad. We ugh, yeah. Oh my gosh! 
Well, you've been up to anything fun, Mark? Oh, the never-ending, you know, trying to improve my living decks. But uh, speaking of TCG, a little while ago, I got a package from my mom with all my old cards in it. Like oh, God. The first couple gens. Yeah, that <laughs> was great. Cute. That's that, cute. It was a trip down memory lane. I totally, I think that was the last time I, I even touched the TCG. Actually, I would ask you to hold on to those mm-hmm. for several reasons. Even if you don't want to keep them yourself, I, I have like a cube list of like some base set stuff. Okay. That I want to try to make real. <laughs> okay. So it might make my life easier if I can just, I, I have my own base set stuff that I'm going to go through and see what I have. And then I might start reaching out to people and be like, hey, you got any of these cards that I need from this list of 360? Because <laughs> <laughs> like they don't need to be in great condition for, for a cube or anything. It's just I, I want to make sure. That we can do it because like cubes are a lot of fun. I'm a big fan of cubes. Okay, I don't, I'm not familiar with what a cube is. Okay, uh, so what a cube is is in so this happens in several TCGs like Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh as well, but it's it's specifically really good in Pokemon because uh, they have this format in Pokemon that's uh, or a f- format in like other TCGs that's called like draft play, where okay. what you do is you get a bunch of po- packs of Pokemon cards. Or not Pokemon cards, but Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And these are card games that, like, will actually work with this. And (laughs) what you do is you crack the pack and you grab one card out of it. And then you pass it to your left or to your right. And then you do this a couple times until you have, you know, 40 cards or something like that. That you can build a deck from. Oh, okay. So it's just like a random shuffle of of cards and building a deck around Yeah, but you're building it as you go. Yeah, you're building it as you go and you're making decisions. And so Pokemon's really bad at that because if you've ever opened a Pokemon booster pack um, and you've ever built a Pokemon deck, Pokemon decks are typically like 66% trainer cards and booster Mm -hmm. packs are 10% trainer cards. Oh. You're lucky if you open one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So... It's uh, it's very hard to make a balanced deck out of that. So what you do instead is you essentially make the packs yourself in what's called a cube. Oh. And so what it is, is a, it's a set of like 360 cards that you end up making 36 10-card packs out of. Oh, okay. And so you do it that way. You sh- and then you just shuffle them up. You know, you make the packs out of the shuffle and then you got- I randomized. You, you randomize it and then you, you build decks that way. And it's a fun format because everybody's essentially on a level playing field. And it, it, you get huh. to have some fun times. Like, I even you might enjoy something like this, Mark. Even me. Even even you, Mark. I mean, it does sound interesting. I mean, I don't know. It's been a very long time since I've played. If you've ever played... Yeah, but like, if you play the base set stuff, I feel like it's more amenable to people who haven't played in a very long time. Because it's cards mm. that they remember. Sure. And uh, we've done it a couple of times, like, in the Discord. Oh, really? In Discord. Because I, I, I... Yeah, because I have the cube set up on Tabletop Simulator. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just hop into tabletop simulator and we just go from the cube. I have a couple other cubes built, but I think it'd be more expensive to build something like the, uh, the, uh, Delta species cube I have, uh, which Delta species is like this era of cards where like Pokemon had the wrong types. It, it was, it was oh. essentially regional forms before regional forms existed. Okay. Like, like there's an electric for alligator line. It's pretty cute. I think that's yeah. probably my most disappointing part of the EX cards in the Scarlet and Violet set is... They're supposed to represent terrestrialization and they're not off type. I think, I think oh. for, I think, I think it's too early to say that yet. The ones they showed were not off type. I, yeah. I hope we get some off type EXs. I don't want to say it until we get there that that is the case, but we'll see. 
But yeah, yeah, I've been mostly focused on that. I want to go play some video game though, because I want to play some like OU and before it dies. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's not a video game. That's on simulator. Sadly. Right. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, why would I go play? I don't want to go play. The format is really bad. It is it, on I, cart. The format on cart is. Really I think bad. doubles is awful. Singles is like at least somewhat manageable. Yeah, uh, it, it's absolutely awful. I don't know that I want to play. I want to play uh, BSS or VGC right now. And even then, it's it's kind of mute to play VGC because yeah. because like they killed the they killed the circuit for it this year, which is kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. Which is why everyone's not playing, and there's like no teams yeah. out there. That's why. That's why our bulk of the episode is only ever BSS right now because we yes. don't have teams to go off of. Yeah, uh, it's, it's so pretty bad. bad. It's pretty bad. I, I I am not uh yeah I'm just not a fan of what's happening right now with that and I'm waiting for because like I miss playing competitive man I really miss playing OU well I mean it's just a few months away kind of, there I'm so like my the reason I stopped playing OU the first time was because of uh because of the timer issue mm-hmm. because I really like playing OU on cart I love testing a team on showdown and then bringing it to cart I have a lot of fun mm-hmm. doing that and. They kind of took that away from me. <laughs> they like, I guess you could do it for VGC, which is okay, but I don't know. VGC is a yeah. little bit different it, because there's the air of like the quote unquote like official tournament crowd that's in that, mm. and it, they it, the attitude's a lot different than like when you play OU. <laughs> I don't know. The OU one kind of just I don't know. I I like feeling like a, re- a rebel because I'm fighting <laughs> against the system. That's just where I'm at. I don't know. But yeah, that's uh, that's fun. Uh, yeah, we should definitely talk. I, I hope you enjoyed your cards. I did. It was great. <laughs> I'm still missing a lot of them, though. I used to have a lot of Japanese cards. Oh. Yeah, those are mostly gone still. Sad. So, fingers crossed. I get to find those at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I think this is a good place to, to wrap it up. We're going to kick things on over then to the news. <laughs> Welcome to the news. We've got a few things to talk about. First of all, Pokemon the Arceus Chronicles is live on Netflix. Also, the next batch of episodes for Pokemon Journeys are set to release on October 21st, also on Netflix, because Pokemon is exclusive to Netflix now. Yeah. Let's move on to (laughs) not where to find your Pokemon episodes. Ed Sheeran has announced a collaboration song with Pokemon called Celestial. It releases Thursday the 29th, so this Thursday. Okay. Why? 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 I don't understand what they're doing. I'm afraid. Uh, <laughs> I'm afraid. I don't. I'm not sure. I trust what's happening. It's fine. I'm afraid. I am very afraid. Please stop it, Pokemon. Please don't hurt it. I mean, i I would love I would love for Ed Sheeran to just re-release Viridian City on the road to Viridian City. I would be into that. Okay, that'd be fine. I feel like if he's covering an actual Pokemon song, that'd be interesting. No, that's the but only. He- that's the only way. Like. We had that whole album, that whole To Be A Master album, and we have mm-hmm. never remade anything but the theme song. Yeah. Yeah. Considering how much they lean into nostalgia, that seems like a real missed opportunity. I think you could 100% make a connection between the parents today and like their kids if you leaned into recreating the To Be A Master album. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would sell well. 
I think it would do well. I think you would get lots of streams on Spotify yeah. if you did that. Uh, most Agreed. of them would just be me on repeat, but it would be, <laughs> I would, I would very much enjoy that. I, yes. I'd be like, yeah, to be a master, Pokemon master, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm into that. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. Yeah. Please, please so, tell, oh no. <laughs> so detec- right. Detective Pikachu 2 is quote nearing release according to programmers LinkedIn pr- and profile. So I don't know. I haven't looked into this yet. Um, yeah, this is new. This is new from you, Sigma. The news broke Friday. Uh- oh, okay. So it's like brand new. Gotcha. This is like, this is new to our plate. Oh man. Uh, that is, I'm confused by that on so many levels. Because I assume they just like quietly stopped that project. I hope. Yeah, I thought they did too. I so hoped. like that whole press release in 2019 where they talked about so many things. Yeah, right. that just never came out. I yeah, just, that never I just, happened. I just assumed, <laughs> I just assumed it was a fever dream, and yeah. we're we're done. We're not going to worry it's about okay. it anymore. It's okay. We'll have Pokemon sleep soon too. Yeah, it's on the horizon. I heard somebody call, didn't they call talk about that recently or no? Maybe not. I know they were in some data mines recently. Uh, things, but okay. Please just, just don't. Like, let's just not. <laughs> like, we don't need a game called Pokemon Sleep. <laughs> hey, they had the toothbrush one. The toothbrush, that one actually did come out, but that was ready at the, at the time of announcement. So mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, I guess because there was news about this this week, we should, I guess, talk about it. It was like the big news story this it week. It really was. It? Yeah, it was all yeah. over social TCG media. Cheating, like. yeah. yeah, TCG cheating. Yeah. TCG, dude, TCG cheating went wild. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the Pokemon Company International has no issue with fans or creators playing Nuzlocke <laughs> after Kit and Krista said they offered to do a Nuzlocke for Nintendo Minute and TVCI told them it was on the same level as ROM hacks for them. So where did that even come? Where, where does any of this come from? This was from? from their podcast. Someone asked. Right. No, I saw the, so, I saw so, that. So you, Kit and Krista did Nintendo Minute. And so since then they left Nintendo. I don't know if they left Nintendo or if they like oh. Nintendo. They left. Just, they left. They're, I, I don't know if they left. I, I don't know if they left or if Nintendo was like, yeah, no more Nintendo Minute. I don't know which one came first. Oh, it could have been either. Um, mm. And so then they went on and now they essentially still do Nintendo Minute, but their own way and free of Nintendo's leash. Which is kind of mm-hmm. fun, uh, because they get to do some fun things. And they get to tell us about behind the scenes. Too. Yeah, which is really fun. Mm. Uh, and so they they talked about how they offered to do Nuzlocke, and then or the rest of the Pokemon Ever, community they blew up. The internet got upset because they're like, "Oh, are they saying that we're not supposed to be doing Nuzlocke?" Right, so they, right. Like be, yeah. saying this about us, and it's like, no, Kit and Krista were not creators or fans. Yes, they were. They were official Nintendo PR people. Yes. Like, they are in a different category. This does not contradict what they said. Yes. They very well probably were told that behind closed doors. It's like, yes. we don't want people searching for Nuzlocke's, because when they do, they will. Oh, that's no, that's a fair point. Uh, yes. Like, yeah. I, I fully believe that's probably what the actual story is. Uh, 100%. Like, no, you're not, you're not incorrect. That's 100% what's going on. Uh, next up. Scissor comes out to Unite this week. I assume it's kind of like uh, Dodger does, where, yes. where the people get to pay for I assume that's how it works. Good. I think that I like that. Honestly, I, as much as a lot of people probably dislike the fact that it's kind of behind a paywall for like the first week, I'm really okay with that because then you can actually go play it. <laughs> like, Because otherwise it's just kind of messy. Like you don't get to play with it if you don't get there first. But if you buy it and you have a week where you can have exclusivities where you get to try it out, 
And I think that's kind of fair because you paid for it. I, I'm not upset about that because, I mean, yeah, I, as long as you're not buying Holloware, you're not spending too much money on Unite. You're probably okay. <laughs> Holloware is a bit expensive, especially the premium stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Worthy dollar. Uh, we do have some TCG news. I'll let you go into that, Mark. Oh, yes. Um, so this is surprising to me, but the TCG is getting released in China. It's surprising I, I to everyone. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a big deal, though, because... No, no, it is a big deal. That's what I'm saying. Like, why isn't this... Like, Pokemon's been around for this long. It's just now getting... It's hard to get to things China. okay. It's really hard it's to get hard things to in get China. China. It's really hard. Oh, well, I don't know. I feel like that's a really big market to tap into. I wouldn't like be Pokemon. shocked if Pokemon knew this happened. Yes. Or expedite mm, the process. Yes. No, you should literally look into... Uh, there were some system... So there were some, like, uh, straight up... Like Nintendo made another company, I believe it was called IQ. Yeah, um, they made an entire separate company called IQ, where they made IQ consoles, which were essentially just like N64 controllers or GameCube controllers. I forget exactly which controller. Um, that you just—it was like a plug-and-play system almost. And it's kind of like the stuff you find in our used yeah, to anyway. Yeah, and oh, you would okay. go and you would download games to your IQ system, and it was straight up just Nintendo games. Um, because Nintendo is like sneaking their way into the Chinese market through this other company they had made, this like shell company. They also, huh. yeah, during the Wii U era, I want to say, they also snuck in through Nvidia Shields. Yes. Where there's like Nvidia Shield versions of Mario Galaxy somehow. Yes. It's kind That's of crazy. honestly surprising to me. I would have assumed that they were just in, in China. Uh, no, no, like they have to slowly get in there. They have Pokemon Unite. They have that. Weird- oh, uh, Pokemon uh, Quest, and they updated in China too. Yeah, by yeah, the that way, thing keeps getting updates in China. Yeah, it, the Chinese yeah. version has multiplayer too. Like, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Just <laughs> that we've never seen the across the. Yeah, I don't know why either. I really don't know why. Like it, I can't imagine it's that hard. But maybe it's like that low on their priority list outside of China that they're just it like, just yeah, it's well, not worth you. it. It was a free-to-play game, though, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it's a free-to-play game, but free-to-play, but not you still pay for things. Like That's I, what they I want you to do. They pay for, I think it was a cap game bucks, and then they stop you things. Oh, it was that one. I do uh, remember oh, that. Really? You're correct. No, that's what Pokemon does a lot with their free-to-play. Like They did the same thing like with Picross the- Picross was like that. The Picross game and the Rumble games. Yeah. The free-to-play Rumble, yes, was like that. Yeah. It's like, hmm. once you paid enough, you just got like... Free. Yeah, they're just like, here's daily gems. It was essentially like the price of a game. Like, if you paid the $30, it was which like was the price bucks, of the game, 40 bucks, something like you, that. Were, you, you would just be fine. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it, China is like a market that they've been trying to break into, though, for a very long time. So, hmm. this is this is probably like a long time coming for them. Yeah. Hmm. Well, good for them, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon is probably very happy about this. So, uh, moving on, let's go talk about Pokemon Go. Okay, they announced that the October 15th Community Day is going to be a Litwick evolution. Everyone oh, likes right. Litwick, everyone likes Litwick, so, yeah. yeah. Yay. Uh, Yay. And tell us more, Mark, tell us more. Uh, so, Pokemon Go's Fashion Week will run September 27th through October 3rd, and will introduce Ma- uh, Marini and Shiny Furfu into the game. It also adds costumes for Absol and Diglett, and you get to ruin your costume Kurogunk from last year by evolving it. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Pokemon Go. Yep. It's short this week. Yeah, Not good. Next week. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's a new month. We get new news. It's fine. All right, so Puckle's Pokey Prediction. Will they ever go back and fix bad shinies? 
Do you think there will ever be no. any other cosmetics added to personalized Pokemon when battling? I think inevitably uh, they'll be able to wear a hat. Like a like have that be a thing. Eh, I, yeah, you're I probably would right. love some kind of dye Sadly. system. Hollowware, but in actual Pokemon will happen. I guarantee you. It's a I, microtransaction that's waiting to happen. Don't say that. Don't think it into existence. I'm saying it because I'm always wrong and I want it not to happen. <laughs> I I would hit I would hate Incineroar less if I could see it differently each time. Same with Landris. <laughs> if uh, Landris had like goopy glasses on sometimes when I saw it, I probably would hate it. I less. think Pokemon Stadium is on the right track because when you used to nickname your old Pokemon, they would uh, change colors based on their nickname. Mm. I I wish that was the case, but I don't think it'll ever go back. I mean, we have what we have. Yeah. Some of the shinies might change because they did fix a couple. Like I think Combuskin got did. fixed. Or they fixed in in gen do. in Gen Eight. I think Combuskin got fixed. Really? Mm. I thought they haven't changed any of them in a while because they they did all those like Gen Ones that they redid. No, they updated they they updated Combuskin. Huh? Okay. In Gen Eight, yeah. If you look at Combuskin's Gen Seven shiny sprite and Combuskin's Gen Eight shiny sprite, they are different. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The thing that baffles me is how different I think it's shiny star you is in Pokemon Go versus like actual games. Yeah, um, that is a lot. Because I think it's shiny is like whitish in the games. It's like it's <laughs> color. <laughs> Pokemon Go got the better shiny somehow. I wonder if it's just because they have like a pure form of the 3D model or something. I don't know. Oh, it's green. Well, then we messed up. We don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's white in the actual games. It's green and. <laughs> It's weird. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think they're going to go back, but it'd be nice if they would one day. No. I, I would love if they were to introduce pallets like snackers. That's not going to happen. That's not happening. No, it's not. Yeah, not I would happen. want sort of alternative shinies. So I they, they kind of tried to do that in Gen 8 with like the square and the stars that nobody uh, cared about. But that's like, that's like, yeah, nobody cares. Like, you give them actual different colors. Yeah, I like, know. Like, make that a thing. That would be, yeah. that'd be awesome. Tier two shinies. <laughs> they're even, ra- they're back to the original rarity value of one in 8,000. And- <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. And I then you that. can have a an item that can give you the old shiny one. <laughs> it's like, we can give you like an item that can make your pony. No, stop. Stop. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a good place to stop. Let's kick it on over here in a minute. Uh, to well, not even a minute. Let's just kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Hello, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz. We are very close to ending. Sigma only needs 28 points today. It turns out that I forgot to remind Liger that we needed questions this evening. And oh, so, no, the manga <laughs> question is coming. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know what he did, actually? He actually uh, he actually deleted all of the questions that I asked last week. So that I only have one choice instead of two choices. 
uh, as usual. So. <laughs> I, I just I just know that there's a manga question in there. Uh, there it's been there for a while or something. There, uh, there actually, I don't know if there is a manga question left. Oh, no, there is. Um, oh. All right. Okay. So if you guys are ready, Sigma only needs two points. If Sigma crosses sure. that line, he wins the trivia segment and he gets to cheer himself on. Um, and Mark gets to take his carryover points. I do want to remind everybody that after we hit 30 points this time, the new cap for co-host is going to be 40 points. So whoever gets to 40 points the first time after today will be the new winner of Puckle's Pokey Quiz. So without further ado, we are going to jump right on into it. Our first question is going to come to you from Gus. What is the only starter Pokemon line that does not keep the same hidden ability across all three evolution stages. Eevee does not count as a starter Pokemon in this context. That's fine because it's Tepig. It goes from Thick That to Reckless. Oh, does it? Yeah. I didn't ask that okay. last week because nobody would have known it, but Sigma would know that. Yes. I had a Tepig hidden line. ability dex, living dex I was working on. It's fine. <laughs> I, absolutely, I absolutely knew Sigma would know this. So the answer is the Tepig line. Um, Tepig and Pig Knight have Thick Pat and Embor has Reckless. So that is one for one for you. Uh, next question and the trivia crown is yours, Sigma. We should get a crown made and make you guys send it to each other across the country. Um, all right. <laughs> Our next one is going to be from the, from Fable Flygon and it is the dreaded Pokemon manga question. Ooh. In the Pokemon manga, what character helped Mewtwo escape after being created by Team Rocket? I want to say it's Blaine. Blaine, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it's Blaine. Are okay. we? Are we? I know Blaine is like. I know Blaine is connected to Mewtwo in the manga. That's why. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure he lets it go because I feel like he's a Team Rocket scientist. He, he's right. I think his DNA is part of Mewtwo or something because he gets yeah. sick in the Johto arc. I feel like it's Blaine. Yeah, I I second that. Blaine is correct. Uh, if yeah. anybody didn't know the manga and they heard you to explain that situation, they would <laughs> they would just be like, "What is this? What is happening?" The Pokemon manga is the craziest official it's thing awesome. that exists. I love it. I feel <laughs> I feel like the only other option in that question was Mister Fuji. Yeah, no, that's true. Which yeah. is probably yeah, confusing people even more. Because uh, <laughs> like, Mister Fuji is not a character anyone thinks of ever. Right, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I think I, th- you know, what I think of Mr. Fuji the most from the c- Pokemon trading card game. The card game, yeah, yeah, because they had a card that was Mr. Fuji. And Mr. Fuji. I just remember that trader card. That's all I remember of tr- Mr. Fuji. <laughs> yep, yep, same. Uh, Mr. Fuji. All right, so I actually do have two options for this next one, which is your Pokedex entry question, as always. Also, by the way, Sigma has crossed the threshold, so yay! Yay! Uh, now we're the lead. Now, now every point Stress you get is here gone. is you're going to help go. Mark. Get even farther ahead. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So this next question is your Pokedex entry question, as always. You can get up to two points here. And so we're going to jump right on into it. This one is going to come to you from G. McP. It's Ooh. Pokemon Black Entry States, a smart and sneaky Pokemon. A pair may work together to steal eggs by having one lure the parents away. Who's that Pokemon? Oh. Huh. Uh. Sneasel comes to mind because Sneasel likes same. Um, I yeah, that was where my mind went as well. Uh, uh, I am not good with Pokedex entries for the first time. At hint. So n- I you know I think if we both are going to go with our gut here, I think that makes. <laughs> I'm the most okay sense. with going Sneasel and getting another hint. Yeah, same. 
Sneasel is correct. Uh, oh, okay. Well, there you go. I, I, yeah, Sneasel is what I know of steals eggs. That is, right. the, I think that's yeah. the only Pokemon that talks about stealing eggs. I think it is. I wouldn't be shocked if a snake Pokemon uh, talking Atkins about stealing eggs talks too, about yeah, eggs. Yeah. Does it? I don't think so. Yeah, I think so. I think snakes don't work in teams though. So yeah. The, Unless I'm misremembering that, I could have sworn one of their decks entries had something to do with eggs. Oh, well, the second entry we had today, by the way, was from Legends Arceus, and it states, This Pokemon shares roots with its Hisui counterpart, but unlike that <laughs> species, this one is spiteful in personality. I hypothesize yeah. that the water and earth can affect this Pokemon's mind and body. <laughs> well. I mean, uh, that would have narrowed it down significantly. All right. So this next question has five answers. I only need four. For every two, you get one point. If you get all five, y- you can cheer yourself on, Mark, because right now you're four for three. Um, yes. So this is from Batista. What five Pokemon introduced after Generation 5 can legally exist without origin marks? The blue Pentagon, Arceus symbol, etc. Huh. Wait, can you read that one more time? What five Pokemon introduced after Generation 5 can legally exist without origin marks? Like the blue pentagon you got from Gen 6. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Okay. Um, Hmm, that's an interesting one. There are five Pokemon that can do this. Probably after Gen 5. Something that evolves out of something, like a new evolution, Right. Oh, is that what it's said? Yeah, I think that's what it is. So, actually, so it's like saying um, Ursaluna, Weirdeer Weir would be one, right? Ursaluna and Weir- uh, Weirdeer is one. Ursaluna in, obviously, and then I'll give you Stretch. Okay, so Weirdeer? Weirdeer is correct. So Ursaluna is okay. yeah, another. Ursaluna is also correct. Yep. Uh, what else? Uh, Sylveon? Sylveon is also correct. That oh, yeah. is three. Yeah, you yeah. only need one more and you can you can finish, but there are two more. Okay. Uh Trying to think of what else is at the end of the uh, Arceus decks. Because, uh, hmm. You're going to kick yourself. Probably. Uh, uh, what else can evolve? Oh, I wish- Cleavor is also correct. There we go. That is four. Okay. The fifth one that you missed was Mr. Rhyme. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That one's Because dumb. Mime Jr. Okay. does not have yep. original. Yep. Only Mr. Rhyme. That, yep. So that gives you that gives you so far you are six for four. You guys haven't used the hint yet either, so you can go for yeah. a perfect eight. So Let's do it. Uh, your next question is your base deck question, as always. In Pokemon Red and Blue, out of all of the Pokemon you battle at the Indigo Plateau, Elite Four and Champion, which one has the lowest base stat total? Ooh, oh. that okay. That's a good question. <laughs> I like that question. Sleeve, oh, give me man. more. Give me more. I like. I that like that question. Too. I like that question. This is this uh, is the original Gen One. So I have original a question. Gen One. Okay. Did Bruno have an Onyx? He I did, didn't he? That. Yeah, he had an Onyx. Like that's got to be it, right? Uh, okay. Let's think. Agatha had uh, three Gengars, so it's easy to cross yeah, off the list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like three Gengars uh, and a Wild Plume, and uh, Arbok might be up there. Mm, yeah, I don't know though. Is it less than Onyx? Right. So, uh, so that's hmm. Right, yeah, right now yeah, this is this is hard. I don't think it's any. Did Lance have Dragonair? No, no. Uh, I don't think it was Pidgeot. No, no way. I, mm, I don't know. Should we use the hint or no? I think so. Uh, I think we should use it. 
Yeah. Okay. Just because red, blue, yellow have the issue of having the special stat combined. So there right. could be something we're not thinking about. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Okay. Let's use the hint. This is, uh, this is a dual type Pokemon. I don't know what type of hint to give you here. Okay. So okay. it's not Arbok. Cool. So it's Onyx. So I'm feeling I guess. Onyx. Yeah. <laughs> Onyx okay. is bad. It doesn't have special attack. It has speed and defense. It has no attack right. either. No. Or HP. Um, <laughs> it has it's the just same fast defense. for no reason. I think it has the same defense as Cloyster does, but it doesn't have the offensive stat stall. So, mm-hmm. or this, I think Cloyster's the same speed too. Like it's kind of awkward. So I think it's Onyx. Yeah, let's lock that in. Onyx is correct with a base stat total of three seventy. Uh, I think it gains fifteen special attack later to three eighty five, but doesn't matter. It is still the lowest. Um, <laughs> it's unevolved. It's right, trash. Yeah. It's exactly. the first boss Pokemon. It's yeah. fine. I think the second the second lowest is Agatha's Haunter with four oh five. Oh, she has a Haunter too. Yeah, she has a Haunter. So, but either way, you got it. That's a perfect date right there. So, Sigma, congratulations, um, and I guess yeah. congratulations to you too, Mark, because you have now grabbed the grabbed the lead with a strong eight points. Catch up. Yeah, they do need to yeah. catch up. All right. Well, on that note, we'll listen for more Puckles Pokey Quiz next week um, as we bring you more questions. Until then, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. We have another review this week from iTunes from Boy Jeff. Amazing. Five stars. I just started listening this year, but I've loved it ever since. Well, thank you for that. And if you would like to review us wherever you listen to the podcast, we would really appreciate it. It would help us out. On top of that, you might be able to be right on the show. Well, until then, we're going to kick it on over, guys, to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be Pokemon difficulty and us just kind of going through our memories of talking about what we thought were some of the more difficult times in Pokemon that we've been through. Uh, not in terms of just like hardship, but just in terms of gameplay. <laughs> I, so I, it, this came up because Sigma remembered that I was talking about the difficulty of Pokemon Stadium, which I think is still very difficult, by the way. Uh, I think round two one. is difficult. I think the round two is fun. definitely difficult on the gym leader castle. Round two is a real challenge. Round one is like, eh, yeah, okay. Round two is pretty bad. I played rentals in, in a stadium a lot just because. Outside of like Prime Cup, which I think is the level 100 cup that you can do, it's like yeah. I didn't have Pokemon for it. Exactly. <laughs> no, there's some there's some actually like really good stra- strategy guides on the internet right now for mm-hmm. like playing those cups and like which Pokemon to go get and optimize. And I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna sit down and do them. But uh, what they really recommend, and I kid you not, is because uh, Gen two because of its horrible level scaling, mm-hmm. you get access to a lot of Pokemon at super low levels. Like you can catch a level 15 Gengar. Mm-hmm. in gold oh, silver you? wow yeah oh well you can catch a level 15 haunter which you can turn into a gengar okay but like you can catch like a level 15 haunter mm. in red and blue you still had a lot of stuff that was like lower level than its evolution that you could mm. catch but it's way more egregious in thanks to in, in gen 2 yeah it's way more egregious so they just recommend you do that so mm. makes sense it makes things a little bit easier but i i'm trying i'm debating whether or not like i want to play through pokemon stadium and do it that way or if I want to do it like the legit way, mm. you know I'm looking mean? forward to rental randoing, but that's just me. I'm not looking forward to the NSO release at all, but that's a completely different thing. <laughs> I do want to talk about 
one of the things that I think was one of the more difficult things in Pokemon, and it's not Pokemon Stadium. It was Pokemon Battle Revolution, which is a game that people thought oh. existed. Oh, you uh, needed to. Oh, you could yeah. not use rentals for that game. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, if you didn't EV train either, you were just boned. It was it like, was hard. It was very hard if you did not EV train. Like uh, the way I see Pokemon Battle Revolution, because a lot of people were really upset with it after seeing Pokemon XD and Coliseum. I was very enthused with it. It was a good battle platform. It was really good post game. Fair. It was essentially like a Battle Frontier. Yeah, it was it, exactly. It was just Battle Frontier, and I think it's a really good model. If Nintendo ever wanted to bring back a Battle Frontier, of a way to implement one mm. is to just yeah do Battle Revolution again. I have a lot. I mean, there were some issues with that. Like they put rentals in, but it was like really in the most like uh, half put together. The rentals right? were like Monferno, Printplup, and Grovel. Yeah, there were there were like I think there were twelve rentals, which was insane to me um, in Pokemon Battle Revolution, and I really disliked it. <laughs> I don't know. Pokemon Battle Revolution is just like, it's got so many things that is, it's so bittersweet for me because one, it was the last game we got that had an announcer in it, mm. which was great. Two, the animations were actually pretty decent. Uh, I was pretty happy with those. It also lets you do Wi-Fi battling in what I thought was a much easier manner than even on cartridge, mm-hmm. which was really nice at the time, considering that like Wi-Fi was brand new. I just realized like very recently that like friend codes were i just remembered those and i was like why did we used to deal with that we still have friend codes but we don't need to use them for pokemon no, anymore i love the new system i honestly really love the system of just like typing eight numbers and you're good mm-hmm. yeah i do too i love it i think it's great i like i have a lot of very fond memories but it is difficult it is really hard to play pokemon battle revolution without ev training a team it's incredibly difficult uh, it is incredibly difficult but i really love it for that i mean pokemon stadium is kind of the same way where like if you try to actually play the cups it does get hard Especially like the level requirements and everything that there are there, which I thought was a little too much to put into the, a game of that type, it was definitely geared towards us as kids. Especially with like one use TMs too, like it, mm. it was it was a bit much. Like little cup was hard. Yes, like getting a little cup team together was not meant for red and blue. Yes, yes, it was absolutely insane to me. But I don't know. It, it, it is what it is. I guess uh, <laughs> it is what it is. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Pokemon Battle Revolution is just like a game. When I think of like Pokemon difficulty, that's what I think of. I think of how mm-hmm. difficult it was to play Pokemon Battle Revolution because it's exactly the challenge that I think modern day Pokemon fans are kind of craving. If they could just bring something like that back, I think it would go over incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it would just be great. I don't know. Do you guys have any like particular moments where you just like had difficult times in Pokemon? I mean, yes. we could complain about Ultra Cosma because that was a terrible, <laughs> terrible decision on their part. <laughs> And I don't know how they decided that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's honestly terrible implementation too on their part. But I think Ultra Necrozma would have been a fine post game boss. It should have never been before Elite. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, like, I I agree. It's just been the formula of Pokemon games though since honestly Gen two, mm-hmm. where they're just like, oh hey, we're gonna put uh, the legendary Pokemon in front of you after Gym Badge seven. I get, mm-hmm. I think because they want you to use it at the end game. Yeah, they want you to go through the Elite Four and feel good. Yeah, I mean, it's to give you that sort of, like, final uh, bump at the end of the game if you really need it. Honestly, I never use them. No. I usually don't. Uh, sometimes if I like it enough, I'll add it to my team. Like, in Gen 3, I don't usually add Kyogre because it complements the Blaziken I always pick pretty well. Mm. Okay. Um, because between Blaziken and Kyogre, I just stomp through the Elite Four. Mm-hmm. But uh, That makes sense. Usually I don't bother with adding them to my team. 
I just always feel dirty doing it because I'm like, oh man, I'm going to mess up the EVs we got through the game. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I just would never do it because I'm like, maybe I'll want to use that Pokemon and then obviously never do it. Yeah, you never do it. Right. Yeah. yeah. See, for me, I love Gen 2. Don't get me wrong. But the, like you already touched on, like the leveling issues are just so stupid in that game. And it really just makes it like such a pain to play. And like, especially like to get to red. Mm-hmm. I yes. don't know. I remember like that, that getting to that point was just such a giant pain. I didn't want to do it. And I'm just such a grind. Yeah. That's not difficulty based on challenge. When you're, wait, when you're playing Gen 2 or when you're playing Heart Gold Soul Silver, that's the question. That's my question. I guess my follow up. Oh, well, I would say both. Um, I did do the Heart Gold Soul Silver one not too long ago. Um, and I ended up just kind of using the, the, like, the cheap way out of it because I was like, eh. I think my question is more hitting on, like, because I, I remember, I, I'm going to agree with you that Gen 2 is very hard. Um, I will also fall back on my age old argument if I think you're, we're all playing Gen 2 wrong. I think back on Gen 2 and I never think about grinding as a kid. Well, you know, not as a kid. I think I approached the game much differently back then. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely, I definitely, well, I think it's also because we played it the right way, but that's a, I don't want to get into that <laughs> argument. I really enjoy looking at Gen 2 through those glasses. Like it's, it's a little bit rose colored, but also like you have to remember, like you played, you played Pokemon like maybe like an hour at a time at most. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. Right. I don't know. I definitely had my bench my bench sessions. I, I'm not going to disagree with yeah. you. I definitely had bench sessions. I still very vividly remember it's one of my strongest memories ever is when I was like, I don't know, when did Silver came out in like the year 2000, right? Mm. Yeah. It, near the end, it was probably like in the fall because I remember getting it like a month after it came out. That was the last time I didn't get a Pokemon game at release, by the way. Mm. Because what happened was like I was doing martial arts as a kid. And my mom picked me up on like a, on a Friday. It was like the Friday after uh, we'd completed martial arts or completed the class. It was at the end of October or something. And my one friend uh, around the block, he had gotten the game like as soon as it launched, essentially. And he played it and he let me play it a little bit. And he really he really liked it. I really enjoyed this well. And so uh, I was just like, oh, mom, I'd really like to get something like that. Like maybe I'll have to wait till Christmas or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. So she su- she surprised me with it like in some day in October. And I remember going home. It was maybe like seven o'clock when we were done with that on a Friday. And I remember just like curling up in a beanbag chair and just like pl- binging that game for like the next like three hours. Mm. Uh, yeah, because I remember I I already had Crocknaw by the time like I hit save. <laughs> oh, nice. I don't know how. Like I've gone back and played Gen Two since. Yeah, that's a, that's actually pretty impressive. Especially since Croco now is the late of Totodile evolves latest of the three of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's probably because, like, I did, like, the kid thing of, like, I'm only using the starter right now thing. I mean, that works really well for Johto. Yes, it does. Yeah. I I have, like, rose-colored glasses doing the grinding in that game. Mm. Because, like I said, like, you have your bench sessions, but you also definitely had the moments where, like, you just did it in the car, like, from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We were all, we all also had a lot more free time. (laughs) Yes. Gen 2 is like the one gen I would like to try playing through with the XP share on and yes. see what it's like. Yes. Uh, yes. Well, it'd be a lot easier. That is the one game where it's like e- EXP share. It's like, yes, yes. I, I played this game before and I know yes. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> My thing is, and I think that this goes to the heart of like a quality of life thing for me, is I think playing through that game again made me realize that like having XP share isn't is a good thing. To me, like hard being something being hard is not the same as grinding. Like grinding mm-hmm. isn't necessarily hard; it's just tedious. Like to me, that's like not difficult. You know what I mean? Yes. That's why I want XP share in that game. 
So like when people are talking about like wanting more difficulty. Specifically that game. Right. And like, I feel like that would have made a big difference. It would help. But I don't mind playing with it otherwise. I don't think we'll ever get that game with XP share. I think the closest you'll get is like a Legends game. Yeah, we'll see. I'm very yeah, curious yeah. what they do with Gen 2. I mean, it's what's next. I think they're going to they're gonna touch on it again not too, in the not-too-distant future. We can hope, but I don't know. I'm not going to hold my breath. Like, they did Let's Go, but also at the same time, they could just put, like, gold, silver, crystal on, like, NSO and call it a day. I think Legends is the best way to go. And honestly, I think yes. it's too early for, like, a Gen 5 remake or anything. Please don't. <sighs> Are people calling for that? Yes. After Gen 4 was announced, yes, they did start. I don't think it's as nearly as bad as like the whole. Okay. So like the way I see it is like after the Sinnoh remake people, the Sinnoh remake people were another level above like, but I think the Hoenn remake people were a level above the Sinnoh remake people. (laughs) I'll even go as far to say that I think the Johto remake people were even a level above the Hoenn remake people. They were just lucky that the internet yeah. was an isolated place back then and yeah. social media was like in its infancy. They were nuts. They were nuts. Mm-hmm. I remember it being crazy. I, I remember forum boards being like that too. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it being crazy though. Do you have any others? I, I can think of like a couple, but. I have a couple. Um, BDSP's Elite Four was actually a challenge. Honestly? Okay. Yes. Okay. So like BDSP, as much as we ragged on it, and as much as the community's ragged on it, as as much as everybody has forgotten that it exists. I think it's the it most challenging Pokemon game they've ever put out. I actually agree. I actually hard agree. <laughs> like, it doesn't start till the Elite Four, but once you hit the Elite Four, it's like, hi, I'm here for you now. Yeah. I'm going to disagree with you because I think even the gym leaders were difficult, at least from like, so like a bunch of a bunch of people in the Dunsparce gang like got together and did a, we we, we did Nuzlocks and we raced. Oh yeah, we did this. We did a point system. We did a point system and we were just trying to see who won, which it was me, but that's that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> You're not here to brag. It's fine. <laughs> I like pulled it out of my butt. It was a completely different thing. But okay. Honestly, in terms of like a vanilla Nuzlocke, I think it was the hardest game. It was one of the hardest games because the gym leaders, especially if you go in blind, not knowing like what the gym leaders do. Like that they put items and actual move pools on the Pokemon? Yeah. And the Pokemon are actually like, they, they actually like made them competitive to some extent. And if you're playing it with like a little bit of a handicap like we were, I think it was, it was enough to make the game an intense challenge. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I think that BDSP was just a good game in that regard. Like BDSP, the only thing I wish it would have done is it would have taken some elements from Platinum, like the Pokemon pool. I, I have three things that I think they would have helped BDSP. Yeah, Platinum. Uh, I think they should have had regional forms. I think that should have mm, been That would have been nice. Yeah. It's not hard to do. I uh, Right. Yeah. Well, after playing PLA, I, j- I don't have much confidence that we're going to get like regional forms of everything in every game again, like they did in Sword and Shield. Like, I just don't think it'll happen. No. At some point, having multiple- Not in every game, no. Having branching evolutions on your regional forms makes things difficult. Like having Sneasel have two different evolutions based on which- form it is that's dumb that's the part that i think is gonna stop us from being able to carry regionals all the time like if meowth is in this game you might not necessarily get glory in meowth you know what i mean mm-hmm. I, I think that's a very real possibility yeah like your mask made it complicated then oh yeah matt let's not even start with that i mean i also really like the way that they're hosting their ecosystem anyway right now where you mm-hmm. kind of where it kind of keeps that relevancy for older games to some extent being able to go back is cool yeah, that that's a really big deal. It's kind of like a forced relevancy, which I don't know that I entirely agree with, but it's kind of cute 
where if let's say I was working on a poke like a living like a national decks in yeah. in home, like and I wanted to collect them all, which is still my biggest pet peeve is that you can't do that. Like with mm-hmm. just home Pokemon games that connect directly to home, which I'm hoping that Scarlet and Violet fixes. I think it's kind of cute that like, oh, if I need Rune Rugus, I need to go play Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. If I need if I need Weird Deer, I have to go play Pokemon Legends Arceus. So this is how I've been doing my living decks. Is like getting them from their original, uh, okay. the original yeah. gens for everything because like that's why I'm cleaning it up because I want it to be I don't know I just think it's more interesting that way. I agree with it's you. more interesting to ga- engage the games. You know, I agree with this. So yeah, yeah, I totally understand the sentiment. I I think it's I, I like I think it's cool to do that. At the same time, I do miss like the national decks being in every game, but it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing we can do about it now. It's just, yeah, you have to kind of encourage the ecosystem to be better, like you're saying, and be more interconnected. At least that way, then it'll be a little more interesting to play everything together. Yeah, I yeah, I think it's a little bit more interesting that way. There are definitely some other issues, but I don't want to worry about those. <laughs> yeah, on the topic of Sinnoh's Elite Port, have you seen the move pool they gave Driplim on point? I don't remember. Maybe I do. I will tell you exactly what it is because I pulled it up because tell it's, me. Some, it's some. <laughs> okay. It's something special that Game Freak would never let happen. <laughs> I think this literally happened because because Ilka got some kind of free reign, and I think it was like just the move pools. So here here's this drip blim. It's got unburden, strength sap, minimize, baton pass, will o' wisp, citrus berry. Yep. Oh, no attacking moves. <laughs> they wanted to make sure the AI did not attack and is literally just here to set up and baton pass. <laughs> Dude, there was 100% somebody on, at Ilka that was a competitive Pokemon player and they sat down and they made all those sets. Cynthia's Miletic is a thing of nightmares yes. too. If you did not use X items, you were not beating that on a physical edge. And even specially, it was taking hits. Like it was, it took like three shots three thunderbolts from my jirachi like it it wasn't gonna go down it's crazy how terrifying they made these pokemon yep Mm -hmm. Yep. absolutely and another one of my favorite things from bdsp's challenge pool was uh what they gave byron i believe his agron his rock head agron with head smash and a choice (laughs) scarf and that's it no, no other moves. You're not messing with his AI. Dude, I'm telling he's clicking you. head smash and he's killing something. I'm telling you, these guys had a competitive Pokemon player on their staff or multiple, and they're just like, yeah, we're gonna like and TPCI. They like somebody in a meeting goes, wait, we can't change anything, and they're like, well, maybe some, then somebody go, somebody had it in their mind. And they go, uh, we can, what about the move pools? And then somebody's like, yeah, sure, whatever, that's fine. Yeah, and you can have <laughs> items too, and then it's like. And Cynthia's a terrifying beast now. It's like, she was already that scary. Yeah. <laughs> it just made her worse. But yeah, whenever I hear people complain after BDSB is released, it's like, there there is a challenging Pokemon game right here for you. Like, I do actually agree that Pokemon BD, or like BDSP is 100% a challenging Pokemon game. Yeah. It is easily the most difficult Pokemon game that they have put out in years. Yes. I, that, that and I think Legends Arceus. Legends Arceus's final bot. I think Ar- yes. I think Arceus is in a different way. Yeah, well, I mean, you had like the battles and the battle system, which was hot garbage. The battle system, I yeah, that was a big problem. It was not made for Pokemon trainer battles, and uh, that made trainer battles difficult, <laughs> more difficult than they needed to be. Yeah, I, I think the battle system is garbage. I really hope they come up with a way for us to like evolve a Stantler in another game, and same with Ursaluna and stuff like that. Because assuming Quillfish, because there's just no way 
that I am ever going to do all of those things. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, do the do the 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 headbutts twenty times or whatever. Strong mode head bashes and, and do it twenty. Do it twenty times with that the agile be- style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're gonna have to change that. That's not gonna you know continue over. I could see the peat block coming back, but yeah, I could I could see it being where like these Pokemon just get locked to these games. Oh, like you never get a weird ear again. You, you can only get weird ear from Pe- Legends Arceus. Like you, maybe weird ears mm. in another game, but you're not evolving a Stantler in this game to do it. I think you'll be mm. able to evolve Ursaluna. I think Ursaluna will happen only because Teddy Ursa is a Pokemon and it's just a straight evolution. I, I don't know. Maybe they'll let you do Stantler too. They can change these. I mean, if they change it, they better change Melmetal and Meltan <laughs> and just make it a Thunderstone. Right. Please, please, for the right. love of God. Because that is one of the most frustrating things to me in the entire world is that the only <laughs> way the only way to evolve Melmetal is in Pokemon Go. Like that's right. that's insane to me. I think it's like four hundred candies too. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not yeah. that bad because like you can just get it to spawn as an incense type deal around you. Right. But like, right, right. It, it's still like I don't know. It's a pain. It, yeah, it's just it's just an unnecessary it's grind, tedious. right? We're coming back to yeah. grind, and yeah. it, it's Grinds just aren't fun. It's unnecessary, and I don't like it, and it should stop. Yes, please, please, no more. But yeah, I mean, yeah, talk, yeah, talk about hard Pokemon games over there. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't. I don't know if there's anything else that I face that's been too difficult recently, other than like honestly, my, other than tutorials. Tutorials. Okay, I just hate the tutorials that we've gotten in modern Pokemon games. The Alola tutorial. Oh no, all of Melee Melee Island. Oh, the Alolan tutorial is the worst. It is the worst. It is the greatest villain in that region. It is the worst. I just started a replay on that, and man, I forgot. It's not a good time. That one's pretty bad. The one that I... It, well, honestly, it's just because like the cutscene pacing is absolute garbage. It's a little bit better in Sword and Shield, but Sword and Shield, I think, is just as guilty. Absolutely. Sword and Shield was like one-hot battle too many um, at the beginning, but... I hope to God Scarlet and Violet. Legends Arceus, at least, like didn't frame me in too much, but mm-hmm. like... Like, I just want, I hope to God Scarlet and Violet doesn't have me at some point, because I have done this multiple times when I've started playing Pokemon games recently, where I just go, just let me play the game. Yes. I'm still a big fan of how Sword and Shield did the uh, catching tutorial, where the, if you caught a Pokemon before you got to the catching tutorial, they're I like, know. oh, you know, cool. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. You know what's worse is like, you look at Gen 2, like OG Gen 2. They respected the fact that you might have played Pokemon before in that game, unrivaled by any any other game. The guy that teaches you to catch Pokemon is right outside of Newbark, and you walk up to him, and he goes, uh, "Hey, do you need me to teach you how to play Pokemon?" And if you say no, he's like, "Okay," and you just you just he's, that's yep. the end. You just move on. I don't think we've had a poke. I think there's like one game that's done that since. I mean, I understand teaching you how to catch the starters at. The beginning of Legends Arceus, right? Yes. Because it's new controls. Yeah, Arceus was different, though, because it's like a whole new system. Also, that game, that game's like infinitely, that's like infinitely more engaging. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you look at standard Pokemon, which I still love, Legends Arceus is a great game, but I still love regular Pokemon. But regular yeah. Pokemon is, for the lack of a better term, it is just like a menu scanner when you're in the battle and you're just scrolling mm-hmm. through a menu and they're showing you how to scroll through a menu where you're learning how to catch a Pokemon. It's absolutely boring, and there needs to be an option to be like, hey, I know what's going on. There just needs to be. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I totally agree, because you, you're you right. You end up sitting there like, oh my god, like this isn't the first time I've played this game before. Yes. Please let me skip. Literally just let me play Pokemon. 
Yeah. I hope the cutscenes aren't super egregious in Scarlet and Violet either. Especially when it's front loaded. I, I don't want to complain about this. I don't want to complain. I want to finish the complaining <laughs> episode. I want to, I want to talk about things that were hard in Pokemon. I mean, this is, I think that's pretty legitimately like a complaint for, you know, difficult. being hard on yourself trying to play the game. <laughs> it is difficult to sit through if you want to replay the game. <laughs> yes, exactly. If you want to revisit the game ever. Yeah, it's like two hours before you hit like the first town in, in Sun and Moon. It's absolute garbage. <laughs> yes. I think it was like 45 minutes to get to your first Pokemon Center because I did it so many times for events. and It's so bad. It's so bad. Because I think you have to do trainer school. And I hate trainer school so much. I'm terrified of starting Scarlet and Violet and going to trainer school. Because that's where the entire game is based out of. And it's like, no, I don't want to go back. Yeah, trainer school is pretty bad. I don't want to go back. <laughs> trainer school is pretty bad. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I'm not happy about that. Oh, man. Well, anything else? I can't think it. I can't think of anything else. I can tell you what isn't difficult, and that's Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, where they didn't even give your rival champion three, oh. four moves to go with. Oh, right. Uh, I don't want to go through that game. Uh, I, I don't like acknowledging it happened. So the one thing, I'm going to take a little bit of different course on this. Sure. Like, I would say like the one thing uh, I find really difficult in a way is engaging with Pokemon Go. Oh. Um. Like, it's it's one of those things that I was talking about this in, in general the other day uh, with Tank. It was like, you know, if you do it, like Pokemon Go is made to be played with other people. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know anybody like locally who plays it, it's like there's no mechanisms to find other people in the game. So they're trying. It's not great, but they're trying with their little new social media outlet. Was it the campfire thing? Yeah, their campfire thing. Yeah, and I don't know much about that. And you know, if it works, it's great. It. But that's kind of I... silly. Like, and, I don't know. It just it's it's frustrating. Like, but you know, Go isn't that crazy of a game, anyways. But it's such a grind as it is. I mean, with all the millions of experience you need to get and everything else. So, like, I don't know. Not being able to do, you know access certain parts of the game, like high level raids, because yeah. you don't know anybody locally. It's just it's a, such a pain. I I agree with you. I use an app to just do distant raids and call it a day. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. There's an app for that. <laughs> oh, good unless to know. you want Celestila, then don't use the app. It's not. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I had a friend who did it. I had a friend who did it. He waited in that line. You waited for those two days to pass. Yeah. Got in. You waited in that line. Yep. But- Still one hundred eighty thousand. Mm. Yep. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> it's a good time. I I don't want to call that difficult. Pokemon Go is difficult. It's just. It, it's a grind like the whole game is a grind if you're not trying to like i feel like everything wants you to become a social club for it now mm-hmm. and i don't want to become i don't need a social club i just want to do it <laughs> yes i just want to do it like i would yeah. love to just be like hey my name is thatch i'm gonna go play pokemon go i don't need to make mm-hmm. 10 other friends who play pokemon go to make this a successful outing yes I don't like that. That's not that's not what I really like. I mean, I do appreciate that they weaken mega raids. Uh yes. They weaken mega raids. Thank God. Cuz that was unnecessary to be as difficult as they were. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they're just shooting them in the foot by making it so difficult. I'd buy more raid passes if I didn't have to get as many people to help me out. Yeah. Like I did Mega Agron and I was surprised when one there were like 10 people in the raid, so I yeah. ended up getting like 200 candy. Right away, and it's like, oh, cool! I got all in one go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't have to do this again. That was great. That's good. It, it is what it is. I don't know, but yeah, 
I guess the mailbag question next week is, what do you find most difficult in Pokemon? Yeah, what were your most difficult experiences? Yeah, whether it's in a game or maybe it's something like Poke- how difficult it is for Mark to get into Pokemon Go. Or, yeah. or you have difficulties replaying games because the tutorial's hard. The tutorial's not hard. It's just you, you, do, you really just don't want to. It's you, hard to sit through. The <laughs> hole in your wall from you banging your head is still there and you haven't fixed it since last time. <laughs> Walking up and down Route 1 for the third time. Yeah, right. <laughs> Right. Oh, it's so frustrating. All right. Email us those at FuckoPodcastRoom.com. Until then, we're going to kick it on over then to our Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you all on the flip-flop. Pokemon of the episode. And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 596. Galvantula, the Ellis Spider Pokemon. I hate this. Okay, continue. <laughs> How did it get that name? Uh, it lays traps of electrified threads near the nests of bird Pokemon, aiming to snare chicks that are not yet good at flying. Oof. Oh. Everything that we just said in the past 30 seconds terrifies me. The Ellis Spider Pokemon? The That's like the dumbest classification I've ever read. Yeah, well, I don't. Yeah, what is? Where did that name come from? I've been reading Pokemon classifications for the past seven years on this show, and and that's the first one that I'm just like, what? Because like the rest of them are just like, oh, the shellfish Pokemon. It's just like, well, Blastoise probably isn't a shellfish, but that's fine. And th- this one's just like Ellis Spider. This is something that doesn't exist. We just made it up. And right, it's just sm- it's just butchering the word for electric. Yeah. And you know what's worse? They know what they're doing because the E and the S are both capitalized. <laughs> right. Like, they know what they're doing. I think they just gave up. <laughs> yes. I think it works better in Japanese, is my guess. Uh, 1,000%. Because it's probably just a couple symbols. and 100%. And they couldn't put electric spider in English because it doesn't fit. So we had to shorten it. Okay. But either way, uh, Galvantula is a Pokemon. Uh, it, it's pretty decent, actually. Uh, I love it. I love Galvantula. Yeah, I mean, it gets sticky webs, which is, is good. Um, it's got base 108 speed, which is also good. Uh, 108's pretty fast. You gotta, you're gonna zoom. Uh, base 97 special attack gets compound eyes as an ability, so you can hit thunders more accurately. Uh, additionally, it also has, uh, it also has a nerve and swarm, which would, you would never run. Uh, but it's got them. So, yeah, compound eyes, so you can get 91% accurate thunders, which is nice. Bug Buzz, access to Bug Buzz, dual stab is really good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a good Pokemon. It also gets energy ball. Yes, it does. It's got decent coverage. I mean, it's got a good physical move pool, too, but it's physical attacks like base 77, so why would you ever do that? Yeah, it's not good. Why would we ever do that? <laughs> Defenses are also garbage at, like, 60 base and 70 HP, so, like it's 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 meant to come out like we had a term for this back in gen 4 bingo card it was called a suicide lead that is what galvantula is yep. here to do it is here just to go out set up some webs and then maybe get a thunder off again like mm-hmm. it, it, it's a good suicide lead it's doing its job you're, you're never coming in to clean up with this guy no 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 but this team uh is just an update of last week's team <laughs> So patrons get like an updated three Pokemon, I guess. And it's, uh, yeah, it, it's a, it is a team. Uh, we're going to go ahead. We're going to break it down. So we've got a Galvantula with the focus sash. 
He's got compound eyes because all his job is, is to come in, cause a little bit of chaos. Um, he's, he's running Thunder Wave, Sticky Web, Lunge, and String Shot because his job is just to cripple your opponent. He wants to come in. He wants to set up a Sticky Web and then maybe set up String Shot depending on the team and the opponent across the field. He could also just want a Thunder Wave to get the pair on something else. Yeah, and then Lunge just gives you a defense drop, right? It gives a defense drop. It gives you an attack drop. An attack drop. I'm I'm thinking liquid, not liquidation. Liquidation, yeah. I'm thinking it, liquidation. it might be liquidation. You're thinking that, yeah. I'm thinking liquidation because liquidation and lunch came out at the same time, and they were both on arachnid. So I always get them confused. I just always get them confused. I mean, it's rough because most bug Pokemon running a physical move is probably going to go for U-turn. Yeah. Yes. That's kind of where the issue goes. It's like. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could run lunge on my Paramosa, but no, I'm I'm clicking U-turn. That's yes, yes, and U-turns U-turns base damage is way too high for what it is. Yes, mm-hmm. isn't U-turn like base seventy or something stupid? Like it is. It, it it is so high. Oh, I guess the other issue with lunge is that it came out the same gen they buffed uh, Leech Life to the moon. Where where yeah, where they're just like you know we we've kind of just let Leech Life not be good. And then they were just like, yeah. And they're just like, how about we don't? How about it be better than Drain Punch? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so much so that they had to take it out of Zubat's move pool. <laughs> Poor Zubat. He, he struggled, he struggled his whole life with that. And then, and then they take it away from him and they give him absorb and which is worse, which is objectively <laughs> worse. At least it was a physical attack, guys. And then you gave him absorb. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh there's also a zashin on this team that's sk- specked out speed uh garchomp and just nom them um it's it's zashin crowned because zashin intrepid sword 172 hp 252 attack 84 speed adamant nature behemoth blade play rough ice fang and wild charge this thing is just meant to hit and hit hard so it, it's having a good time yeah it is it is an absolute good time it, it, no, it's not. But this team at least has Pokemon that aren't <laughs> that aren't the other Pokemon that are always on these teams. We, we don't have the Kyogre and Eveltal to hang. Yeah, out thank fine. God. Yeah, we're we're in a dry spell. Oh yeah, because nobody's playing this format, man. Nobody's playing it. Yeah, I, I think singles has a lot more population than doubles this jet or this season. So next up, we have Zer- our Xerneas friend from last week, who was the physical Xerneas with its max attack, max speed. This time, though, we're running Life Orb because we need to be able to switch our attacks. Apparently, the choice band was nice, but not quite there. I think it's the same move pool with Play Rough, Close Combat, Rock Slide, and Horn Leech. Xerneas doesn't really have that many options physically, but, like, it covers well. Yeah. And then we have the new addition, Zekrom, with a weakness policy. Max Speed, Jolly Nature, with 108 HP, 148 attack. Yeah, we have the weakness policy, so we didn't have to go max attack. Uh, dual wing beat, fusion bolt, bolt strike, outrage. <laughs> Usually you're probably going to go big with the guy and uh, take a hit, and then you're going to hit real, real hard after that. Yeah. Zekrom's actually a really fun Pokemon in singles. I don't think it has any presence in doubles. I just like Zekrom. I think he's a cool Pokemon. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, even like Kyron Black is just garbage. Because like the problem is Kyron Black is like semi-balanced compared to Karen White. Mm-hmm. And 
but the problem is they get tied together and they can never be, they have to be in the same format all the time. So it always gets overshadowed. <laughs> yeah. Just because ice blends itself better to special attacks. Same yes. with dragon, really. Yes. Like you don't want to click outrage because odds are Zashin's going to come in on you and kill you afterwards. Zashin's the worst Pokemon to happen to Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I hard believe this to be true. Is that Zacian is the worst Pokemon to ever happen to competitive Pokemon? I think it is worse than Mega Ray. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think it is worse. Yes. I would I would agree. Because it doesn't have a well, I mean technically Mega Ray didn't have a quad weakness either because of the stupid airlock or I would agree. Or Delta Stream, but yeah. Alright. Take us home, Mark. Take us home. Well, so we have Ho with a red card. Ability is Regenerator, uh, 4 HP, 252 attack, 252 speed. It's got that jolly nature action. So fast. It is a fast boy. No, that's fast for a ho-ho. That's really fast for a ho-ho. It is. What's up with that build? We got to click sub. (laughs) So we got Sacred Fire, uh, Brave Bird, Substitute, and Recover. So, you know. It must just be made to, like, hit sub and then try to go big. Uh it might have had to be that fast to just outspeed a minus one Zashin. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. That might be what happened. That That's very possible. I don't know what the speed stats are. I don't are know there. how fast a minus one Zashin is, but it, Zashin is a very fast Pokemon. Oh, it was also like the best counter to Zashin, too. It's like one of the best. Uh, now they're running Wild Charge because Kyogre are everywhere, so it's less as good, but yeah. I know, I know. It's only on like a third of Zashin, so. Oh, at least the next one's fun. The, the, that, that speed, that speed 100% has to beat out speed like a Zashin or something. I'm, you go ahead. I'm going to do the math. Okay. So we are ending it with Groudon. Some leftovers. Ability is Drought. EV, so we got 12 HP, 244 attack, and 252 speed uh, with some Jolly Nature. Uh, also Earthquake, Stone Edge, also with Substitute and Bulk Up. So yeah, that is pretty fun. Yes. But yeah. What's the what's the situation with the speed? I'm looking it up right now. I gotta put it in. Uh, what's the fast nature for that? We want uh, Jolly. Jolly on a Zashin, and then we're gonna put a uh, we're gonna put a Groudon in there, and we're gonna call him Uber Double Dance uh, with 252 speed. Is he was that was that a Jolly Groudon? Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay. They both needed to outspeed 156 for some reason, or 155. They are at 156. Uh, that is not... Then uh, Wait, oh, this is level 100. Let me go to level 50. Um, yeah, what is a minus one Xerneas? I'm, or Zashin? A minus one Zashin is at uh, 146. Okay, so maybe it's Calyrex is what they need to outspeed? Uh, is that faster? It's 150 speed instead of the 138. Uh, a 148 for 150 speed stat. So I don't know. I don't know the answer. They, they might have just been like, yeah, I don't want to do the math. <laughs> I just know how it goes through. <laughs> I, wanna, I want to outspeed the Scarf Kyogres at minus one. Yes. Uh, because rounding. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I don't know how rounding works with the... Uh, is is, Ky- is Kyogre going to have an issue with that? Because even if you're wearing the... Even if you're wearing the Choice Scarf, it's not like a half calculation, right? Like, I don't know. Uh, so like if you're at base 90 and you're holding your choice scarf, uh, you're still at like a 234. So that's even. And so if you're at minus one, you hit 156. So you're good. Okay. So you're speed tying it. Yeah. 
but usually they go modest maybe i don't know I don't know the answer. Well, either way, this team's fun. If you want to get some of these shiny Pokemon, I'm going to see which... There's a ton of them already on the bot for September, so we're going to see which ones uh, aren't overlaps, and we'll give you those. And if there are overlaps, we'll find something else to give you. If you want to uh, check this out next week, we'll be back. But until then, we're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time! Sending your emails. Mail. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is a part of the show where you can send an email into us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and we will probably read your email on the show. Go ahead. We typically have a mailbag question every week. Last week, we wanted to know what your thoughts were on either on Lost Origin or on Nintendo or Pokemon Stadium coming to Nintendo uh, Switch Online. Uh, so we got a couple of emails about that. Of course, though, before I begin, I'd be, uh, I would be amiss to say that this segment is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! Hooves. That's the correct energy. And yeah. as always, we'll give the Green Tauros badge to anybody we think sparks good conversation. So without further ado, let's jump into these emails. Our first one this week is going to come to you from 2Crow48. Hello, Puckle Crew. I hope everyone's doing well and had a good week. Before diving into the mailbag question, I just wanted to say that I really enjoyed this week's episode of Diving Into the TCG. I haven't done with anything in TCG in years, as I was more of a collector than a player, and as I grew up, I lost track of the expansions and stopped. A few months ago, I decided to pick up a couple of booster packs to remind myself of the fun of opening them, but instead I was only reminded of disappointment by getting nothing exciting. <laughs> okay so like that's kind of true but i've learned to like take things with a grain of salt especially if you you're in like the competitive scene so i don't know for those of you at home who haven't opened a lot of booster packs you usually get like a pokemon that they're pokemon live codes but they work for pokemon tcg online as well um you get these code cards and these code cards come in two flavors there's one with a white outline and one with a black outline and if you get the one with the uh i believe i forget which way it is now Sigma, correct me if I'm wrong. I have no clue. Um, <laughs> uh, I can, I can, <laughs> I opened so many booster packs. Um, also, I don't know what it's like now with the uh, character rares as well. The character rares are agnostic to the color. Okay. Probably because they have the same weight as a regular boy. Yeah. Or so if they, if you have, if you have pull those codes and the border around the card is black, that means that you probably didn't get a rare, but you can still pull like a trainer gallery. I also found out Radiance were agnostic to it as well. But if you pull it out and the border is instead white, that means that you've pulled like a hollow or a uh, or like a or a V. Huh. Something shiny. Something shiny is in your rare slot. It, yeah. Is if the card's white. So you can just always tell that way. It, which is I mean, it's a fun way to be able to tell. But at the same time, like if you know what cards are good, I, I still tell my wife like, even if we like start pulling stuff and we realize like, oh, hey, it's a, you know, it's a card that means that there's not anything good in it or like there's nothing shiny. I'm like, well, there could be in this set. There were a couple of rares, just like general rares that were good to get. Comfey is a good one. Same with Cramorant, stuff like that. I'm like, we could always pull one of those. And those end up being like one, two dollar cards. Plus, you have character rares now. too. Yep, And character rares can just show up at any time. So so even though he says he got nothing, he might have pulled a Comfey or a Cramorant. You know, something of that that caliber. As for the competitive aspect, it never appealed to me, so I was pleasantly surprised to see how much I enjoyed the full rundown you all did. 
It piqued my interest into watching some of the TCG during the next regional to see how I like it. So thanks for doing something a little different. I really liked it. Well, you're welcome. That's great feedback. I like that feedback. Nobody has sent me an email yet saying, I hate this thatch. You're a terrible person. I've only received the iTunes reviews. So uh, (laughs) no emails. That must mean we're doing something right. (laughs) As for this week's mailbag, I can only speak to the Pokemon Stadium being released on Nintendo Switch Online. I found a little amusing how people were expecting some sort of transferability. Back when the N64 was announced as the next big next expansion, the few people I could talk to about Pokemon, it's laughed at by most of my social circle, were excited about Stadium and Stadium 2. Being obvious choices, but I always felt it was unlikely because of the opinion that red, blue, and yellow and gold, silver, crystal were needed in order to make the stadiums worth playing. Uh, that is a very valid opinion and a very correct one. As mentioned in the episode... Only being able to use the horrible stock Pokemon is a terrible way to play the game. Sure, the mini games are still fun, but to me, that's a little like buying a desktop computer so I can play Solitaire. There's easier ways to access the games. You are 100% correct. I feel bad for those disappointed by the news, but this is something Nintendo should have thought about ahead of the t- ahead of time. I think Nintendo was honestly just like running out of good Nintendo games, <laughs> like N64 games. They were running out of good Nintendo games that aren't rare. Because they yes. seem to be doing like one rare game per drop. Yes. And this time it's Goldeneye instead of like Diddy Kong Racing or Banjo Tooie or Donkey Kong 64. I'm surprised they haven't done those. That's really surprising, actually. Like I said, one they've been doing one rare game per thing, and this is the second one. They did Banjo Kazooie first, and then now it's Goldeneye. I'm surprised they're doing all the Mario parties at once. I'm okay with that. I like Mario Party. I really do. do. Are they, are they, okay, so I didn't pay attention. Are they allowing you to play Mario Party online? I mean, the same way online works for NSO, but yeah. So, like, could you and I play Mario Party together is my question. Yes. Okay. You can't play with randoms on it, but yeah, you could play with people on your friends list. That is all I care about. I do not need to play competitive Mario Party. I need to play Mario Party <laughs> with you. You can play with people on your friends list, yeah. The NSO just lets you do that. That's all I care about. All right. Uh, what the announcement did do, however, is inspire me to dig out my N64 and copies of Stadium 1 and Stadium 2 to see if I could finally defeat the games. Now that I understand proper team balance and training, I've been creating teams on my ancient copies of Blue and Silver. That is, once I looked up how to replace the dead internal batteries. Oh. I hope you did do that correctly. I know a lot of people will just, like, rip the batteries out and, like, tape a new one in, which will technically work. But you do, like, it's just improper. If you're actually soldering, like, good on you. The soldering's not that hard for the, like, the soldering work is actually not that bad. If Radio Shack still existed, I'd say go pick up a soldering iron at Radio Shack and you're fine. Like, you could buy a $10 Radio Shack soldering iron and do all this work. I, I'm, I'm like half electrical engineer, so I, I like to do this kind of stuff for fun. <laughs> <laughs> no longer will I have pokemon like a special attacking kingler <laughs> what was i thinking but actual teams this stand the <laughs> chance of finally going the distance i didn't know special and physical when i played gen one and two i don't think anybody did you're just like yeah, bubble beam that's what kingler should run i mean kingler doesn't have a good move set until gen four yes yes as always thank you for the great podcast and take care two crow 48 well thank you for that two crow uh, our next, our next email today is going to come to you from Soap. 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 So Soap says, what's up, old puckle? Up Soap here. 
<laughs> I think Pokemon Stadium on NSO is a really fun opportunity. However, it's unfortunate to be stuck using rental teams on a game that was so obviously made with the intention of bringing in other Pokemon. However, initial release or re-releases always have the option of added features later, however unlikely it may be. In terms of Lost Origins, it's always exciting to get new options and the card art is fantastic. Just look at the Aerodactyl. As someone who has just begun to dabble in TCG, I really enjoy getting to see how the community picks apart all these new cards and turns them into decks that make me sad when I try and knock out my game challenges. (laughs) So, until next time, your antibacterial buddy, Soap. We appreciate that, Soap. The challenges are awful. I'm kind of excited for Pokemon Live in terms of that, because like we're going to get something more akin to like the Pokemon Unite-style Battle Pass. And I kind of want that. I don't know. I like that goal better than the ladder we have on PTCGO now. Where it's just like, hey, get 2,000 points and get a get a full art trainer. Yeah, full art Zinnia. You know, but, I don't know. The Pokemon company is like really bad at reacting to like cards that are good. You know what I mean? I hate that they never reward you for playing normal type Pokemon. And yet they keep making good normal type decks. That's true. I I am very frustrated that they... I don't know. They're just always very slow to respond. Like, and I kind of understand in terms of like the league battle decks that they put out because they need to wait to see what deck is good and then print all the cards and then put it in a product and send it out. Like that's mm-hmm. why, that's why we're getting Mew V max, you know, now instead of six months ago, you know, and that's why we're getting it. I mean, thankfully I think Mew is one is like one of the very rare, like evergreen decks that we're going to have for a little while. So the thing that magic calls it is it's a super parasitic mechanic. Yes. Because they aren't, they aren't printing new cards for it essentially. Yes. Like it, it has like 50 of its 60 cards that will not change. Yes. 50 of its 60 cards are in its set and will rotate when Mew rotates. Like it's a parasitic mechanic. Yes. There are no new fusion strike support cards. There's no new fusion strike Pokemon coming, but it doesn't need it. It just doesn't need it. Exactly. That's the problem. It has everything it needs in its set and it functions very well so mm-hmm. yeah i honestly would recommend picking that up like if you want to get into the tcg this next year and you want just like a deck that's good i would just pick up mew honestly the same thing with the ladder though they're just very slow about it i hope they mm-hmm. the challenges are better but uh let's uh wrap up the show with this last email from uh from trev all right oh hey puckle crew Trev here, I think the main reason we should be excited about Pokemon Stadium is the minigames, correct? Yeah. That's the only reason to be excited about it. Though, I will say it's a little sad that you don't get to use Scissor, but you know. Yeah. You get to play the games, at least. Like, that's what I used my transfer pack for. I used it to transfer Scissor into the minigame. I do remember that. We actually, somebody actually asked that question somewhere, and I really liked it um, as a trivia question. Or uh, for like Poke Quiz, was it like the Pokemon that gets to transfer only? Yeah, there's four Pokemon that are transfer only in Pokemon Stadium, and honestly, I knew the answer to all of them, which uh, makes me a giant nerd. I only remember Scissor. So there's Scissor in the cut one. There was Ammonite in the uh, in oh. the uh, Togepi roll. Um, some of them are like really random. In the uh, Ferret game, you could actually use Girafferig in Pokemon Stadium too. Yeah, I remember that. And the last one's really lame. It's just the Pichu minigame. You can use a Pikachu. Like, Oh. Yeah. The Omanyte one I honestly never knew about. Probably because I always evolved my Pokemon for the Pokedex and never had a baby. 
like as friends, like we just like randomly discovered that, you know, we randomly because like one day, one day we like were playing and we realized they were using Pokemon with like the nicknames we had given our, our Pokemon or something like that. And we're just like, oh, what? And so like we just started playing around and trying to figure out what Pokemon would work with what. Yeah, I can understand a world where no one realizes that you can use Omanyte because like, yeah, you evolved it and you probably don't have a living dex because organizing those boxes is awful. Uh, it's better in Gen 2 than it was in Gen 1. Only slightly. Yes. I think it had the move Pokemon option, right? Yes, it did. It had the move Pokemon option. It was still in a list format, though. So yes. So it was not amazing. Gen 3's best quality of life upgrade was the box. Not untrue. <laughs> yes. But I guess I'll continue on. Which is exactly what we've been asking for. So even without being able to use non-rental Pokemon and play half the game, how it was intended, I'll still be happy. I still argue that only like round two is the challenge. Like you'll, you can get through round one fine with rentals. You will absolutely. Round two, you will not. Round two takes some luck too. There's a reason that, um, the speed run for it is like 18 or 20 hours. It's dumb. Ooh, really? Yeah. Well, one, there's like a million battles and animations yes. take forever. Okay. To be fair, there's only like two records for it. If it makes you feel better, Mark. One of them is Worcester, I'm sure. I think th- I think they are all Worcesters. I think they are all Worcesters. Worcester is the one person who... He is insane and he hates his life. I did laugh when he responded to everyone wishing him... Wishing people luck beating it with rentals. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know why everyone's wishing me so much luck today. <laughs> That's- uh, yeah. What do you think a current Pokemon Stadium should include? Uh, I think we actually already went through that when we were talking about Battle Revolution, but uh, I I really think it just needs to. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think Battle I think Battle Revolution is the answer. Like whatever Battle Revolution was, <laughs> I agree with that. Battle Revolution with good rentals. Yep, that's what I'd want. <laughs> if Game Freak slash TPCI want to keep battles on the mainline game like VGC, then I can see them not wanting to move all that to one place when they can just keep us buying new games every year or two. It's weird because BDSP didn't force you to get them. Or Legends Arceus, like, they still sold. Yeah, I honestly think the correct answer is, well, one, because nobody cares. Like, the number of people playing VGC is so small. Like, you and I both know this from experience. When oh, we yeah. are playing in the tournaments, right? VGC is like, what, 20% of what TCG brings in sometimes? Yes. Abs- yeah. And that's on, like, a good tournament? Like, <laughs> I can think of like the one regional that I competed in uh, for video game. There were 195 players for video game. And there was something like there was some there was something like 1100 TCG players. Yeah. Ooh, wow. TCG actually probably gets like 1200 nowadays. Yeah. Like they've grown a lot. The regionals are giant now for TCG. Like VGC has like the first couple of the season big and then they drop out. Yep. And they're just the same people going to every single one. Exactly. Like, there's also a chart out there of, like, the Masters players in Battle Stadium singles and the Masters players in Battle Stadium doubles. And uh, that's a very stark difference. It's way different. Yeah. Nobody thinks that singles is popular, but, uh, oh boy, it's popular. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's unsurprising, Mark. Uh. Well, I didn't realize it was that big of a gap. A lot of Americans, I believe, think that vgc is bigger than bss right yeah i want to comment that i don't think even though that uh 
I don't, I think there's like a way there's like a happy middle ground that TPCI just doesn't want to do. I don't know why, but they could legitimately just make like they can make home tie into like a battle revolution esque game. Yeah. And you could just have it there. And then you just update it every three years with the new Pokemon and you make everybody happy. Everybody can battle with their Pokemon. Nobody's upset about this. And you could make it even like the main thing for you can make competitive so much more convenient by allowing people to just battle on their phones with the Pokemon they've collected, just like Pokemon Go. I mean, this is this is a very big pipe dream that will never happen, but you could do that and it would be great and it would be a lot of fun. And you could still force them to buy the new games by just doing the regional decks thing like they have done for years. Mm hmm. And the only way to get those Pokemon is to own those games. I guess you could have somebody like trade them the Pokemon on Pokemon Home, but that's a whole thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, continue. Yeah. Email. Stadium had hundreds of voice lines for every situation and so many unique animations for each Pokemon. I feel like they haven't pushed that boundary at all since Stadium Battle Revolution. You are correct. Battle Revolution used the Stadium assets, but. Yes. <laughs> that helped. I don't know if it had the same announcer or not, because they updated it for new words, like for all the new Pokemon. Oh yeah, no, they up. I was talking about like the Pokemon models, like yeah. the ones in uh, Coliseum were the same ones from like Stadium Stadium Two. They were. Yes, you are. Correct. Like I think they updated probably Espeon and Umbreon a little bit because they were the main Pokemon, but it was it was rough. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced actually. All right, I guess he's going on to talk about TCG now. Lost Origin is the first set I've been around for the release of since Cosmic Eclipse back in the Sun and Moon era. That's like three years ago. To be fair, the first one, the last one I was around before this one was, was I think Ultra Prism. That was that was four years ago. Yeah, that was even longer. That was the uh, that was the like winter set. I remember that set because like I'm like I'm gonna run Sogaleo, and that was it. And yeah, that was the 2018 <laughs> winter set. Or not Sogaleo. I, I was the, uh, there was the Dusk Main. I like Dusk Main Necrozma. That was a fun deck. It was a fun deck. I, I enjoyed like the Beast Toolbox Metal, yep. whatever it was. I played that. You guys are about to record, so I'll make this quick. Wheeling and Dealing Packs Online has been addicting for me. I, I, I understand that. And I feel like I've been looking for trades and watching prices in packs more than actually playing, I'm actually waiting for the public trade. <laughs> That's the real game to load as I write this. <laughs> the the TCG online market is something that will both be missed and not missed at all once Pokemon Live comes out. I assume it's coming out when Scarlet and Violet finally release. I assume it is. I don't think it's going to be the November. No. Okay, so. It might come out with the November set, just because that's a year from when they said that it was going to be out originally. I know. There is a chance, but I don't actually expect it till Scarlet and Violet. I do not think Scarlet and Violet cards are going to be programmed on PTCGO. No, 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 no. <laughs> Those are not touching the client. Seeing Cramorant being a huge part of the meta is really cool to see. I don't think you guys mentioned Cramorant at all. Mm, no we did i think briefly for lost zone it might have come up when you guys yeah. were talking about the lost zone engine maybe yeah and there are tons of viable single prize deck options i hate that part though uh, right seeing a new one pop up is always really neat uh 
There, there are a lot right now. These are the most. There, I think this is the most I've seen single prize options like in a very long time in Pokemon TCG. It it has been a long time since single prize attackers have been like not just talked about but actual threats. Yes, <laughs> I remember when people talked about Mad Party. I don't think it ever got to the real numbers. Yeah, I th- granted, competitive was dead, so it also didn't help. But I don't think that Night March was as oppressive as this either but yeah no well i mean that's because any amount of spread damage murdered joltix yep everything had 50 hp or 30 hp in that deck <laughs> yep any amount of spread damage just ended its life my favorite deck has been clefairy deck charging 10 energies in a turn in an emergency pushing all those energy onto a weird ear for a burst of 400 damage i'm gonna note that weird ear does Damage based on the number of energy attached to it. And, uh, mm-hmm. ow. Yep. It's 40 per. Yeah, ow. I wonder how they'll include Terra types in the Scarlet Violet era cards. Will it be like Delta Species, an item like card to change type, or something else? I'll catch you all next week, Trev. Wonderful. Well, I think I want to give it to Two Crow. Yeah, that's good to me. I agree. Done. Done and done. Uh, if you want to email us next week, please do at PucklePodcast.gmail.com and let us know what you think was some of the most difficult Pokemon you've ever played. We're going to go ahead, though, and end the show here. But before we do, of course, feel free to hang out with us at our Discord at dis- PuckleDiscord.com. You can, of course, follow us on social media over at Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, or Facebook, where we love to talk to you guys as well. Of course, you can always catch us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash C slash PucklePodcast. You can, of course, catch us on Twitch on Tuesday and I guess probably not Thursday this week, but... <laughs> over at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast i'm probably just gonna play tcg this week because i want to go play in late night again and try to do a better job than i did last week and then of course you can uh go ahead and uh you can go ahead and support us on patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast get access to shiny pokemon and whatnot it's a good time uh we really do appreciate you folks helping us out over there but on that note i have been trainer thatch i've been our sigma and I'm Mark from the Dunsparce Gang. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it is most certainly closing time.